True story. I'm a fan of La Flor Dominicana. They make a large number of cigars, but they don't make anything for the beginner as far as I'm concerned. If somebody's asking me, hey, what's a cigar I should start with? I'm not pointing to La Flor. La Flor is for people who smoke cigars. And one of the coolest cigars is the one with the most interesting name. It is from La Flor Dominicana, the TCFKA, which if you say it too fast, you're cursing on radio. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. The TCFKA stands for the cigar formerly known as. The story goes as follows, that La Flor Dominicana had a cigar called the Mysterioso. And the Mysterioso was this really cool perfecto 7 by 54 And the 7 means 7 inches long. <laughs> Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 54 refers to the ring gauge, the, the diameter of the cigar, really how thick the cigar is around. <laughs> Again, with the laughter. Now, when you've got a perfecto, you start at a point almost like a pyramid, but you also end at a point. So as you start your draw, you're really doing a little more work and bring it up into the full diameter of the cigar, the full ring gauge, and then it comes back down. So it's concentrating the draw into you, and you're building it up over time. So that's the shape of this cigar. Well, they called it the Mysterioso, except another cigar brand had a cigar called the Mysterioso and sued them for copyright. Sued them, and La Flor Dominicana said, all right, that's cool. And that's why it is the TCFKA actually M. So TCFKA M for Mysterioso, the cigar formerly known as. We have just lit this up. I have always been a huge fan of this cigar. I'm a fan of a lot of the things uh, that, that uh, La Flora Dominicana does, going back to the airbender and things uh, like that. And right off the bat, you kind of realize, Fingers Malloy, that you're going to need a little more than just off the bat to figure out where the cigar is. Yeah, I mean, we just lit it, and not overwhelming with pepper, but there is a little bit of a pepper note, and I'm you know, getting a little bit of leather off of this, but not a whole heck of a lot. It's, it's because it hasn't opened up. You'll see some of these in more of a collector's edition where it's almost got a barber pole thing going on. So it's got the natural wrapper with a bit of, uh, I should say, uh, maybe a Habano wrapper with a bit of, uh, of a Maduro in there kind of lacing it through. This is the natural that we're smoking. And those flavors will start to build on you because, again, you're starting from that point. You need things to kind of open up and build up. I should say, before we go any further, Fingers Malloy, that people should know that Fingers has had himself a very, very long week. He took a few days. He engaged in some some personal time. Would you call it, Fingers, some me time? Some Tony time? No, no, no. So, some Fingers time. Oh, fingers. Yes, I would call it some, some Fingers time. And would you say it was relaxing or so absolutely brutally exhausting that you need a vacation? Yes, both. There, there it is. It was, it was at... A casino. And the only thing... Wait, this, this you went to a casino? Yes. You and gamble? A little bit. Since when? Since Tuesday. And uh, the only thing <laughs> that this casino was screaming for was Tony Katz playing the nickel poker machine. And Tony was nowhere to be found. Just for the record, when we went to Vegas, I played the quarter and nickel video poker. Never won a hand. You want to tell people, Fingers Malloy? You played quarters. Yes. You played. played video poker. Yes. First night... What'd you hit? 
Uh, I stuck a 20 in uh, a video poker machine, and within 10 minutes, I hit a royal flush. And that's uh, $1,000, $1,000 jackpot. That's Fingers Malloy. You can gamble with Fingers <laughs> Malloy anytime you want to fly him to Fremont Street mm-hmm. or any of the casinos all around this fantastic country of ours. Just email him. Was it fingers at eatdrinksmokeshow.com? Yes. Fingers at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. He only flies second class. So please, get your get yourself ready. Get him a ticket. This is a really interesting smoke, this La Flora Dominicana, the cigar formerly known as. It, it's a unique mix of things going on. It's that Sumatran. Uh, uh, actually, I think this is the Ecuadorian shade that we're doing uh, right here. And then in the binder and the filler, I think is where we're talking about a Dominican. Um, and those flavors that you were talking about, that leather and that little bit of pepper, those are both absolutely in there. As this is opening up, the heat is actually opening up. That pepper is building on the tongue. And it then has this undercurrent of leather and earth, this touch of sweet. I know some people don't like the word earth as a descriptor. I just think it's perfect. So I'm just going to keep on uh, using it here. Make sure you've written down what's going on. What'd you eat that day? What'd you drink that day? Get out your notebook. Open it up. What'd you eat? What'd you drink? What's the temperature? How are you feeling? Fingers Malloy having himself a very, 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 very rough week can affect what it is that he's smoking. Everything's not, you're not even getting enough sleep. You're eating odd. It changes the metabolism. It changes the saliva, therefore changing what it is the cigar can offer you. But you're, smoke, you're smoking quick, dude. You've kind of opened that up already almost hitting into that 50-52, heading towards that 54 ring gauge. Has the flavor intensified or, or have other things come up? No, not too much. It, again, it's just the, the, the pepper and the leather notes. But uh, it, And part of it, too, is I've uh, paired it with coffee and I've, I've been chugging the coffee. So maybe that's having an impact uh, on my palate as well. But uh, l- listen, so far, so good. Nice, pleasant smoke coming off. Of this. And it, it feels really good in the hand, Tony. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite beefy. Uh, it's it, it's it's so far so good. I'm just waiting for this to to open up and you know really get into the first third. Right. So this is natural. So it's more of that light kind of mid uh, a brown, a, a, a light chocolate brown. Not necessarily oily on, on the wrapper, but it's got a, a slickness to it. Not necessarily a, a suede. It does feel great. I've already had to touch this up, and that's because when you're dealing with a perfecto, and it comes to that point. It's you got to stick with it. You got to be doing. You got to make sure your your, your puffs are right. You, you don't want to overdo it because you don't want to create too much heat and then get that bitterness that you can sometimes get. So when you play with a cigar in this shape, it's it's a little bit of a dance. You got to work your way through it slowly. Be focused on it. That's the way it goes. But I think there's a reward. And La Florida Minicana to me rewards in their cigars. Uh, I, I see people more and more uh, smoking things like the Andalusian Bowl. Which, which is one of theirs, the Lanox, uh, another one. I just think that they make bigger cigars. There's a tremendous amount of flavor already that is hitting. It's just that when you deal with this one, the cigar formerly known as Mysterioso, it just needs some time to develop. So this is not a cigar for the golf course. No. Not at all in any way. This is not even a cigar, I think, for the, uh, for the, for the country club, right? For the clubhouse. This is a cigar for the back deck. This is the cigar for the lounge. This is a cigar where you're going to be able to take some time with it. Now, Fingers 
the question is, and by the way, I was I was right. I think it's it's, it's that Ecuadorian shade uh, with the Dominican in the binder and and the filler. The question for you, fingers, is: Is this in your humidor for about seventeen dollars a stick, eighteen dollars a stick? Uh, it's too soon to say at this point. Uh, look, we get, we've had a lot of fine sticks around, you know, ten to twelve dollars. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on that. My answer for now. Um, because we're, we're just not into it. You know, we're, we're not even uh, a third of the way through the first third. <laughs> and that is the absolute correct answer. you got to give yourself some time here. La Flor Dominicana, TCFKA, the cigar formerly known as Mysterioso. Oh, oh, I'm going to be happy. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow the Eat, Drink, Smoke show on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. i got to tell you. I never like to really get into a show with bad news. But when Fingers Malloy and I got the news that Norm MacDonald passed away at the age of 61 of cancer, which he hid for over nine years. He got this diagnosis nine years ago and didn't share it publicly. We heard he didn't even share it with his family. I got to tell you, we both got the news at different times. Absolutely, positively crushed eat drink smoke everybody good to be with you i'm tony katz that right there america's favorite amateur drinker fingers malloy people knew norm mcdonald from weekend update on saturday night live and then they knew him as the guy who played burt reynolds in the jeopardy sketch but the whole story of his comedy the jokes that he would tell the way that he would tell them whether it is the world famous moth joke with conan o'brien whether it's the roast of bob saget his talk show, which was just, it was, it was, it was insane. <laughs> he had a talk show where he never let the guests know that they were recording. Shortly, short-lived, short-lived on Netflix. People talked about him as the guy who clearly should have been filling in and replacing Alex Trebek, Alex Trebek on Jeopardy. Fingers, one of those guys that for guys like you and me, hot damn, I, I'm, I'm just gutted. Celebrity is a really weird thing. Uh, I, I've never been one to, to really be awestruck by celebrity. Uh, but I found myself after hearing the news today uh, of, of Norm MacDonald passing away, uh, someone mourning the death of someone I've never met, yet feeling like I've known the guy my entire adult life. It's, it's, it's a weird place to be in when, when you're a fan, especially someone like him. He was... He was he was brilliant as a, a, a comedian, razor sharp wit, uh, and f- you know he had a little bit of Andy Kaufman in him. And I know I'm dating myself by saying that, but there was like a little bit of a performance artist provocateur uh, style in his comedy, where he, you know, many comedians love to say, "Oh, I don't care what people think." You you get a sense with Norm Macdonald as a comedian that he. He really didn't care what what people thought. It, it, he 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 cared about the joke, and if he thought it was funny, and if most people didn't understand the joke, they didn't get the joke. But he thought it was funny, and he knew that a couple people laughed. That's what it seemed like. All that mattered to him was that, and I I really admire. Uh, how he handled this, and uh, another comedian by the name of Anthony Jeselnik right. uh, tweeted this out. 
and it's it's so true. He said, battling cancer for nine years without telling anyone is the most Norm McDonald stuff ever. Yeah. Except he didn't say stuff. But it, it's so true. Now, that's a separate part of this story that I, I do want to get into because I know me extremely well. I have cancer. I have an illness. I'm not sharing it with anybody. Fingers, I don't know if I would share it with you. And we share a lot of stuff because it is not... I have never understood the people who will put literally everything on social media, everything on Facebook, every single thing in their life goes on there. Please pray for this one. Please do this. And I don't actually mind when people ask for prayers. I, you know, I, I think that, that it helps people in that way. It never is. That's not the, the point I make. It's that my, it, my biggest struggle as a radio host is the idea of sharing my life in that intimate, intimate way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I don't, I sometimes feel that by doing so all the time, you cheapen the conversations that you're having if everything is made hyper personal. A personal anecdote has to happen naturally because you feel that sense of vulnerability and you're with your audience and you want to, you want to kind of give that and offer that. So there's this, this connection that happens between you. But I swear to you, I never... So, so how he, he had cancer for nine years and didn't share that, I appreciate that. I think that would be me. But I think the other side of it is you want, as a, as a comic, I would say this as an entertainer and a performer, not a comic, because that's a whole different thing. You have done stand-up comedy in your life, Fingers Malloy. Yeah. I, I, I never have. I would like to try it one day. I'm just, I just don't think I'm that kind of funny. I'm a funny guy. I can handle a room. I've spoken in rooms of tens of thousands of people. I can handle a room. Stand-up comedy is a completely different thing. What I love about stand-up is it's it's that line from uh, Trading Places. It's Dan Aykroyd. It's not Wall Street that's the last bastion of capitalism on earth. It is stand-up comedy that is the last bastion of capitalism on earth. Because you know right when you tell the joke, you either got the laugh or you didn't. You succeeded or you failed. Yeah. Right there. It's like Rodney Dangerfield telling young comics, you got to take a tape recorder and you got to tape yourself and go back and listen to it. Because guys will think that they killed. If you're not getting a laugh every 10 seconds, you didn't do nothing. What, you got to laugh every 42 seconds? That's a lot of dead air. You failed in, in, in your quest. But the idea of maybe not sharing that because he wanted the comedy to be the comedy. The joke had to succeed or fail. He had to succeed or fail on the merits of the joke and absolutely doing it for himself and maybe kind of his buddies. Because when you listen to those old Saturday Night Live guys, Dennis Miller and David Spade and Kevin Nealon, they cry thinking about Kevin Nealon, I mean, uh, Norm MacDonald comedy because he was just that funny, that quick, clearly that much smarter than the rest. And that's what I loved about him. Yeah. I love that it was him just laying it on the line and not going to lowest common denominator. Yeah, and the thing, too, about the way he approached his illness was he was so committed to being a comedian and the joke, he didn't want to feel like the reaction to his comedy was compromised. Is, is he getting a true laugh, or is he getting a little bit of a sympathy laugh? Are people looking at him differently because they know he's sick? He didn't apparently want any of that is that what they said that's, and that's how some of the story is coming out that he he didn't want anyone to react to him in, in a way that they would know that he was you know well potentially dying he was you know struggling mightily with uh, <laughs> a, you know with cancer and so he didn't want the audience to know because he felt like it would impact the reaction 
of the audience to his comedy. That's how committed he was to joke telling. And then there are people like uh, Tig Notaro, who, uh, she went through a weird phase, I admit, but when she did the whole routine of, hey, how you doing, I have cancer. And she just, it, 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 you, you should watch it. Her name is Tig, T-I-G, Tig Notaro. It's a really interesting dive into what's happening with her. And she did it almost as this, in this very Lenny Bruce-esque style. That's how I feel about uh, Dave Chappelle. When Dave Chappelle did, he did Equanimity, and then he did The Bird Revelation on Netflix. And The Bird Revelation is Dave Chappelle having this almost out-of-body experience, and it's pure therapy. He is just bearing his soul to, to the world in that. And there are those times. But man, regardless of how maybe Norm thought of it, made me laugh more than any comic I can think of. Yeah. Norm MacDonald made me cry, made me weep, made me wish I could do it that way. And so him passing at the age of 61, a baby, a child, it's, it's a gut punch. I Maybe you got to be of a certain generation. Maybe you got to be of a certain type. But Norm MacDonald, that's a great. If you want to know, if you want to teach your kids, if you want to see great, Norm MacDonald. Godspeed. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Big fan of entrepreneurship. Big fan of people going out there and trying things. My whole life... If, if I had my druthers, I, you know what? No, I live this life. Screw it. I, I, I do this. I want to be around interesting people doing interesting things. I want to have interesting conversations. I am not what they call in the business a bro. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. Right? Fingers is the guy who could sit on the bar stool, drink a beer, talk sports, talk the things, do it, love it, be happy. I'm, would you argue, Fingers Malloy, would you say, would you agree, not even argue, would you agree that I'm very bad at that? Ain't nobody got time for that. That's, that's what I feel like I see in your eyes when people are like, let's, let's go to the bar and sit down and have a beer and we'll, we'll chug some brewskis and talk about the, the winning sports team. And yeah, that's like, never, no, no. That, is, that has never been me. I like to talk about things. I want to hear people talking about things. I want to hear ideas. I want to, I want to, I want to, I'm, I'm into the deep. And, and by the way, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying that I know me very, very well. But I love people who try things. So you found this story, Fingers Malloy, a Wisconsin story in honor of your newfound love for the great state of Wisconsin. These two brothers, eight and nine years old, um, Boone Evans and his brother Gatlin. First of all, his name is Boone and his brother's name is Gatlin. And that's how I know America's going to be okay. Because that's fantastic. They didn't open up a lemonade stand. Right, kids? They have a little lemonade stand. It's 10 cents a glass, whatever it is. No, no, no. This is Wisconsin. They opened up a burger stand. It's called Boone's Burger Stand. They're, every Saturday, they're behind the grill. And as the reporting goes, they serve 200 customers a week selling burgers. Now, there have actually had to be, in cities and in municipalities, laws created 
to leave the lemonade stands alone because kids will open a lemonade stand and all of a sudden be like, yeah, I'm sorry, you're not permitted to have that. It's a freaking lemonade stand. You leave those kids alone. You go deal with crime. You go deal with problems. People upset. Oh, well, your health department, you don't know if that's lemonade safe. You're buying lemonade from a kid on a street corner. Of course it's not safe. You will definitely end up in a bathroom an hour later. That's the joy of the thing. It's a mystery. It's a crapshoot, almost literally. You don't know what's going to happen from that lemonade. But a burger place? 200 burgers? There are restaurants that don't serve 200 burgers in a, in a, in a weekend. Especially nowadays. The, That's an incredible story. You hear, you hear about places being short-staffed. This is short-staffed. A nine-year-old and an eight-year-old slinging burgers on a weekend. Was that a Norm MacDonald <laughs> reference right there? <laughs> the short. Because uh, the short staff. Because uh, you see, when you're nine, you're, uh, you're not very tall. What, what do you call it? You're short. You're short. <laughs> you're, you're, you're short. Uh, but uh, listen. Norm. I know. I, I, uh. If you didn't hear uh, over this past week, Norm MacDonald, the great comic passing away at the age of 61, cancer and we were we were talking about it earlier and so there's going to be a lot of norm references it's it's just it has to be but what also has to be is we have to get osha involved here tony what do we know that these burgers are being made in a safe manner is the grill too hot do we know these things i for one want to get to the bottom of this i want to crush these kids entrepreneurial spirit to make them realize what they're going to deal with when they're full adults. Don't let them have this fantasy world where they think they can just open up a restaurant and nobody's going to care about how they cook the burger and they're just going to pat them on the head and say, oh, aren't you adorable serving burger to burgers to the town folk? OSHA regulations, to heck with them. The health department, who needs them? You're so bitter. <laughs> what I want to know is, you got two brothers, but... uh. Where's the third brother? Is that, is that where they got the burgers? Oh, jeez. That is something Norm would say. I went See, and Norm wouldn't give a damn. Norm would deliver on that and move on. And this is why I'm not Norm McDonald. Because I look at your face right now like, oh, my gosh, did I step over the edge? Thinking that maybe they killed their third brother and made burgers out of him? No. <laughs> Which is why we need OSHA. To step in along with the health department to find out, is this ground beef? Do we know it's 80-20 ground chuck? Uh, no, no, By the is- way, 80-20 is the only way I do it. Yeah. 80-20 is the way to do ground beef. You need the fat content. God bless the people who are like, ooh, 93-7. I need it lean. There's no flavor, kids. There's no flavor. 80-20, sometimes 85-15 if it's on sale. 70-30 is too much. 70-30 is way too much fat content. Right. All joking aside about the story, there is one really disgusting part about this it story. It wasn't about the third brother? No, it wasn't about no? the third brother. Am I about to get this emails? Is, this is the true part Email of the story. Email me fingers at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Uh, Boone's Burger Stand had its share of troubles. Uh, the boy's grill was stolen earlier this month. Someone stole their grill. First was it all, you, Tony? It, it, do you have a grill? Do you have a grill now? I still, you st- no, I do. I do not have a Boone Brothers, <laughs> a Boone and Gatlin grill. Although I would buy a Boone and Gatlin grill <laughs> if there was a Boone and Gatlin. That's a great name for a grill. The story is so good because many of us have kids, and we're like, our kids, to, they would never have the stick to itiveness to be making burgers every single weekend. Yeah. 
It's just these are the good things. You want your kids trying these things. You want your kids, you know, seeing what it's like. And you want them working hard. I just had a whole conversation with my youngest. I had a birthday. And the gift from the grandparents got lost in the mail. And they sent another one. And he, you know, got the, the gift card. and was already buying things. Didn't call to say thank you. Talking to my dad earlier. He's like, did, did, did they get the gift? Ooh. And I'm like, I literally hung up the phone with my father, called my youngest, and said, hey, how are you? How was school? That's great. Listen, <laughs> you're of an age that when you get a gift, you call and say thank you. I don't remind you to say thank you. You have to be a responsible person and say thank you. And it's rude that you didn't do it. And you need to know that I shouldn't have to cover for you. I won't do it. You have to be responsible. Almost tears. You can hear almost tears on the other side, but you got to teach. Not only did you teach in that situation, you called him out on a nationally syndicated radio talk show. Well, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, went the I, extra step. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Wow. You know what? Maybe my parenting skills need to be called <laughs> into question here. Uh, to go back to that, though, uh, a businessman... <laughs> A local businessman replaced the stolen grill shortly after. So there is someone out there who's actually trying to nurture their entrepreneurial spirit instead of crush it like I am by trying to get OSHA. And it is so department. incredibly important to, to get your kids into that mindset. I will tell you that I don't talk as much about jobs with my kids where, you know, they're, they're starting to do that thing. Hey, I want to get a job. I want to do this. I want to do that. I try to nurture the idea of wealth, the idea of savings, the idea of paying yourself first. The idea of your friends may spend money on this, that, and the other, but that doesn't mean you do. If you live differently than your friends early on, you'll live differently than your friends later in life. That's the way it goes. So trying to nurture that the best I, I can. And when you talk about you know saving money and spending your money wisely, it's MyPillow using promo code TONY. MyPillow.com now has the new My Slippers. Took two years, two years to develop these uh, slippers, all day comfort. That's what they're designed for. Indoors and outside wear made with quality leather suede, the exclusive three-tier cushioning system. It's got layers of the MyPillow fill, the impact gel, and comfort memory foam. It absorbs impact, relieves pressure. Your feetsies will never feel the same. You've got the moccasin, the slip-on style. The My Slippers are available in a variety of colors and sizes. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TONY. MyPillow.com. Use promo code TONY, and you'll get 50% off the My Slippers. You also have the Giza Dream bed sheet discounts, uh, discounts on the MyPillow mattress topper, the MyPillow towel sets. I have the sheets and the towels, by the way. They are great. Get 50% off the new My Slippers, utilizing promo code TONY. MyPillow.com. Promo code TONY. Smoking the LaFleur Dominicana. The cigar formerly known as Misterioso, and I am into the second, third, and happy as a clam. I say we start drinking, Fingers Malloy. Yes. It's that time. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Remember, you can find our reviews on cigars, bourbon, and food over at our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Everybody knows that football has started, and, well, there's some interesting stories about that first week. In the NFL that we're going to get to, but we figured we might as well, for Fingers Malloy's sake, and maybe for your sake, commemorate the start of the NFL season. Terry Bradshaw has entered into the world of spirits with a Bradshaw bourbon and a Bradshaw rye. And this right here is the Bradshaw 
Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke, everybody, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, and smoke the fine cigars. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, and this Fingers, the Terry Bradshaw Rye Whiskey. Now, this isn't a bourbon. A bourbon is 51% corn. A rye is 51% rye. That's the difference. Bourbon, that's that's by law. 51% corn. First use, a charred oak barrel goes in at a certain proof, out at a certain proof, can only be diluted with water to bring down the proof. Rye whiskey, same basic rules, except, of course, in the mash bill, it's 51% rye. That's what you've got going on. So on this one right here, I thought I had it. I thought I had the, the, the mash bill of how much rye is in here. I'll look for it. Two years in, in the barrel and bottled Fingers Malloy at 103.8 proof. Always gets a round of applause when it's over 100 proof. I'm a rye guy. I love rye. You know I developed my own recovery rye. We did that to support hospitality workers in Indiana, recoveryrye.com. It's only available in Indiana, so sorry uh, about that. I love a good rye whiskey, and we think it's going to pair rather interestingly with this cigar from La Flor Dominicana, the cigar formerly known as Misterioso. Fingers, uh, take a look at that nose there on that and tell me uh, what is it uh, that you're getting I holy cow I I don't know okay that is grass that is grass on the nose of this rye almost a wet moss going on that is so weird. You know what's really funny? You know we always like to take a peek at what the uh, the producer of the the, the particular drink that we are, are are consuming what they have to say and one of the notes that they suggest this has is wet rock and i thought to myself i well i've never heard that before in describing any kind of whiskey yeah you i don't even know what wet rock is but it smells like wet rock. <laughs> like it's like it's like after a rainstorm you you've cut the grass and then it rained so or maybe it rained and then you cut the grass that is a very weird it doesn't smell like a rye. No, it doesn't smell like a rye. It doesn't smell like a bourbon. It doesn't smell like a turnoff either, but it is. It is odd. It is very odd. The colors are very pale golden uh, right there. Not so much on the viscosity. Very, very liquidy. Doesn't stick to the glass. We use a Glencairn glass, that inter- interestingly shaped glass that kind of bows out and then comes back. You really get your nose in there, be able to take a look at, at the light. And we're doing this neat fingers. That is very odd. That is an odd nose, dude. Guys, I don't know what to make of this on the nose. It is it is so unusual, unlike anything we've ever really had a, a, a chance to try before. Maybe there's a touch of dark fruit in the back, but it's gra- it's grass. That's crazy. Oh, I don't know what to make of that. A mo- like a wet moss. See, I wet got. Moss. I agreed with the wet rock. You you you've got wet grass, yeah. It's something is wet. <laughs> it has rained vociferously. Wow! In, in this in this rye whiskey from Bradshaw, you ready to do? You think Terry's gonna get mad at us? What if we don't give it a good review? Do you think Terry Bradshaw's gonna get angry? Think he's gonna get upset? No. Think he'll sign my jersey? He's he's Terry Bradshaw. Have you ever seen the man upset? No, never. He knows he has the luckiest deal in the world. Uh, the just, king of football. Oh. A car picks him up, <laughs> takes him to the studio. He, right. gets to, he doesn't even have to really watch much of the game. Just kind of keep track. I mean, he's not one of these guys that will uh, break down a game 
You know, here's here's some game film. Watch how this cover two defense is attacked by the. the there's none of that. It's just I'm gonna laugh, tell a few stories about the the, the old Steeler days, and uh, make rye whiskey. And make millions doing it. All right. All right. We do this neat, and then we decide whether or not we're going to bring it to a cube. We got a couple of big rocks next to us. Fingers below, are you ready? I've been ready do for you, this all day. Do you need a sip of water to maybe cleanse the palate a little bit? I think I'm, I, you know what? That's a good idea. Uh, hey, I'm here for you. We haven't played what uh, what did Fingers Malloy eat because he literally just got back from his crazed, crazed week of debauchery. So I don't think we need to know. We know there were a lot of cheese curds. That's yes. it. Fingers Malloy, Bradshaw, Kentucky Straight, Rye Whiskey. Let's give it a go. Where are you at? Fingers Malloy is taking the sip. He is doing the Kentucky Chew. Fingers Malloy. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is interesting. It's 102 proof. I, I don't mean to sound like a broken record with some of these. There's no burn. Maybe a gentle warmth in the chest. Barely a sting on the tongue. Vanilla spice is what I'm getting off of this. Uh, it's very interesting, especially when you pair it with that nose. It's not what I expected on the palate at all. Very enjoyable. Not like any other rye I've had before. So I'm very interested because you're the rye guy here. I love rye. And this nose plays like a very off-centered scotch <laughs> more than anything else. All right, I'm doing it. I'm he's, taking a sip. Going Here we in. go. This is the Bradshaw Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. And what was it? 100 and, 103? 103.8 proof. Here we go. go. He's going in. He's having a Pittsburgh pinch. It's a Steeler swish. <laughs> okay. There is absolutely, there's a slight heat mid-tongue. There's a slight heat mid-chest. No burn going down whatsoever. Ooh, it is stinging the tongue, though. Really? Oh, my. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, vanilla. Vanilla in, in big... Like, you're, you're, like, when you exhale, you're exhaling vanilla. That is the weirdest, weirdest mix of... Thi that doesn't make any sense at all. Like, like... The, the the exhale, like as on that finish, that finish is a really wonderful kind of Christmas. Yeah. Not, not a Christmas cookie, but in, 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 in the vanilla, almost in a bit of pie going on. That's kind of, that's pretty cool. Like, I think it's screaming for a cube. I really and truly do. The, the Bradshaw Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey, that is the strangest combination of nose to palate we may have ever done. Okay, the heat's building in the in the chest. By the way, it is. Yeah, hundred. Yes, some of us are still alive. Fingers. Some of us haven't deadened all you're the senses just yet. You said I'm. You just said I'm dead inside. Is that what you said? In many many ways. Now, question, fingers, boy, is this in your liquor cabinet at forty seven dollars a bottle? Because that's the price I have here. Some people have said that you can find it for about thirty five. I'm much more comfortable at 35 than getting toward the $50 a bottle price. But yeah, I think so. Only because it is so unusual on the nose versus what you get when you taste it. It is, it is, it's such an unusual combination. The, 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 it, I think it's got an interesting story. I think that it's worth the money. And it's not shtick. Just because it's Terry Bradshaw. No, no, no. 
Somebody tried to do something here, and I just put it on a cube. I'm going to see how it goes. The Bradshaw Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey, 103.8 proof, $35, $45 a bottle. I don't know if it's in my liquor cabinet. Man, is it interesting. We're going to play this out. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Eat, Drink, Smoke. It is your cigar, bourbon, foodie, radio extravaganza. Find it all at Eat, Drink, Smoke Show. Dot com. The latest reviews, the podcast, which you can get at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Audible, Spotify, Good Pods, it's everywhere. Eat, Drink, Smoke is the name of the podcast. EatDrinkSmokeShow.com is the name of the website. Drinking this Bradshaw rye whiskey. Terry Bradshaw, that's who we're talking about here. 103.8 proof. I moved it to the cube. I think it was actually better neat. I haven't tried it on the cube yet, but I put it on the cube a couple of minutes ago. So, what what I was thinking before, uh, you know, when, when, once we put it on the cube, before we tried it, I said to you, "I bet it's going to tone that vanilla down." But what is it going to bring out? Did it-, it has brought out the floral. The floral in has has uh, come out for me in in a, in a in a big way. It's still that vanilla. It's it's that touch of almost a pie, but I think it was better neat. Maybe with an ice chip, maybe with just some cool water. The cube has changed into a place where I've had this this rye before. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just what made it unique between the nose and the and the palate is a little bit lost with the big cube. Do you like floral notes? I don't mind them. I don't mind. It does that bothers you a little bit, right? I, I you know I I really I think you're right. Uh, the vanilla and between what was on the palate versus the nose, uh, you know, it and was the nose was wet grass. Yeah, wet rock, wet rock, wet grass, freshly cut grass, and then all of a sudden you take a sip and you've got you got vanilla. It was just a very strange uh, combination, and uh, I, I agree with you on that. I I liked the vanilla. Um, it did bring out some floral, and I, I, I'm not a fan of that. But I don't want this to make people think that this isn't worthy of trying. Just oh, it's all worthy of trying. It, people often ask, why don't we have, like, a rating system, and why don't we? Because that's just not how we roll. The, the, the whole point is to be able to try things and share in things and, you know, give you our thoughts on it. But you have to make that final decision. The same thing with the cigar. The, we're doing the La Flor Dominicana. The, the TFCKA, the, or the TCFKA, the cigar formerly known as Mysterioso. There was a cigar. They used to call it the Mysterioso. Then they got sued for copyright, so they changed the name of the cigar to the TCFKA and then M for Mysterioso, the cigar formerly known <laughs> as. It's a Perfecto 7-inch by 54, so it starts at a point and ends like a torpedo. That's where the cap is. It takes a little bit of draw, a little bit of work to get that opened up. Man, wonderful flavors going on with with this cigar. That that good amount of spice, a bit of leather in there. It, it, it's it's a big cigar. I don't say no. Well, I love it. You've had a lot more experience with torpedoes than I have. When you light a torpedo, uh, is there somewhat of a concern about an even burn in the beginning, or do you not well, have any so, issues but, with but, that? But the issue would be the torpedo is the cap where you're smoking from. It's why I usually do a V cut into a torpedo so I don't lose too much of the cigar. On this, I actually did a straight cut because the way this Perfecto was 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 shaped. What you're you're discussing here is 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 how you're 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 lighting it 
at the foot. At the foot, yeah. This, as a perfecto, started as a point. So that makes it difficult. A regular torpedo will, will have a, a, a straight foot, right? Like you would any other cigar. So there's nothing to it. You're lighting the fullness of it, but you're intensifying the draw. That's really what that torpedo shape is doing. It's intensifying what you're bringing in to the palate. So no, just because it's a torpedo, it won't change anything on the draw. When you've got a perfecto like this that starts at that point, that's when you've got to work that draw. You got to take the time with it. You have to you have to actually nurture that cigar till it opens up a little bit, which is why this is absolutely not the cigar formerly known as Misterioso from La Florida Dominicana. It is not a golf course cigar at all, and not for beginners either. My, I don't think anything in La Flor is for beginners, and that's not me knocking the cigar. I think they do great, fantastic work thrilled and to see it you know we, we usually record at blend bar cigar in indianapolis indiana they're in nashville they're in houston they're in pittsburgh blendbarcigar.com this is a davidoff lounge this is one of the, the the considered one of the best lounges in the world and it's in our backyard and so we come here and to see that they now carry the lafleur line i was just absolutely overjoyed by that but it is a big 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 smoke almost everything they do in my view is a big, big, big smoke. This is just one that works for me. These flavors work for daddy in a, <laughs> in a big, big way. But it's time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. Here's something that may not work for you, Tony, because we've discussed in the past uh, grocery delivery services and how that isn't something that you would groove on, especially when it comes to produce, that you want to pick your own tomatoes. Right, I want to pick my own tomatoes. You know I'm growing tomatoes. You are? I have a cherry tomato plant that someone gave me, left, for, left it for me at my radio station. A giant pot, a wagon, it was crazy. Oh my gosh, we, I have picked maybe 100 cherry tomatoes from that thing, and I still have 50 or 60 on the vine, ready to go. It's been fantastic. We've been doing these kind of like makeshift caprese salads where we've been taking like uh, pearls of, of mozzarella and mixing it with the cherry tomatoes, kind of cutting them in half, adding some fresh basil, a little balsamic, a little uh, uh, extra virgin, and Kosher salt. Delicious. Stunning. That's a salad? To me, a salad is uh, iceberg lettuce, uh, a handful of shredded cheese, and dressing. And then you throw it out and eat the steak. <laughs> That's how it goes. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. It's a caprese salad. That's usually the, with the sliced mozzarella, sliced tomato, stacked up, a little bit of balsamic vinegar. I like how you say mozzarella. Mozzarella. It's not mozzarella? 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 Mozzarella. Liero? Leguero. Right, exactly. Oh, so it's been fantastic. Continue. I like I like to pick my own tomatoes. So people. Kroger is teaming up with Instacart and they're launching a service called Kroger Delivery Now. And they are claiming that one of the things that's going to be uh, a, a, a benefit to their service is you may be able to get groceries in as little as 30 minutes delivered right to your house. I don't know why I need groceries in 30 minutes. I mean, how high am I? <laughs> if I don't get a Twinkie right now, well, say, my God, say man. you're desperate to make a salad and you're out of mozzarella, and you, you say you, to yourself, the way you say it is such a sin against nature. <laughs> Holy cow! You need some fresh mozzarella, and you, you punch get you. on your your app and you say, Kroger, I need my mozzarella in 30 minutes, or it better be free. I don't. I, I don't know what to do with this. I don't I, I I don't know the person that needs it in 30 minutes. I just don't know who that person is. 
you've the, the spouse calls. I'm bringing the boss home for dinner. What do we have in the in the fridge? Leftover baked beans. That won't do. Get with Instacart. Thirty minutes. It's like that's not happening anymore. We're no, we don't live in a 1950s sitcom, do we? <laughs> or sometimes I really wish we did. <laughs> I just I, I people want things quickly, but really they want them when they want them. So that's different. It's the idea of 30 minutes. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just, if it works for them, great. I just don't know how it's going to build business. Well, I don't know how they're going to be able to do this just based on staff shortages. Uh, Fox Business is reporting that 70% of businesses, not just in the United States, Tony, right. worldwide, they're saying that they are experiencing extreme staff shortages. But we know this. We see this everywhere. We discuss this with business owners all the time, and there's just no end in sight. I actually had a whole conversation with Brad Palumbo from the Foundation for uh, Economic Education. And when people engaged and states engaged in the nation, these extended unemployment benefits, well, it really did have an effect on hiring. And they've been able to show that absolutely it is still having an effect when you have states that are really kind of paying people to stay home, they're not going back to work. And what we have seen is that not only is it hurting the business, but the people who are showing up to work, and let's say it's the restaurant business, there aren't as many shifts to work because they can't be open for lunch, right. or they close on a Monday. This is having a massive, massive effect. And while the unemployment rate is going down, I think it's like 5.2%, anecdotally, what we're seeing on Main Street is, is bad news. And these labor shortages are everywhere. We're going to keep our eyes on it because it's going to affect everything we love and you love. That's the problem. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eat, Drink, Smoke, and Instagram at Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. The Rocky Patel 60 has shipped. The Disciple and the 60 will soon be at your favorite tobacconist. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. Tony Katz, America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, uh, right there. A Robusto, a Toro, in what they call the 60, which is a 6 by 60 It's all coming out between about $15 and $17 a stick on the MSRP, a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, which you're seeing a lot of. I don't know if this is becoming a little bit overdone even with this wrapper, which has got a wonderful sweet flavor, as, as I see it, uh, uh, to it, Nicaraguan in the binder and the filler. What I am liking is that we are starting to see more cigars come out at a time when the business and, and, and the, the amount of smokers are exploding. People have gotten into smoking more often. They're, they're, they're trying new things. This is a fantastic moment for the retail locations. And there are things that are coming out, especially there's a, there's a place called Rocky Cigars. I think it's in New Hampshire. And they were doing an event where they were unleashing uh, the from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, which is Steve Saka. He was the guy who was the, the man, the, 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 the blender behind uh, Drew Estate. And he was releasing his U-Boat. And so I bought a box. I bought a box of the U-Boats. There were only a, a couple hundred boxes even out there. So I have a box of 10 we're actually going to have ourselves an event oh. where you're going to be able to smoke the U-boat, which you really can't find anywhere else. With myself and Fingers Malloy, we'll have information coming on about that, coming out about that 
next week. Your chance to smoke a cigar with us, not virtually, but live, people. We'll get into how that works. But this from Rocky, I like Rocky Patel. You know, I'm a huge fan of, of, of the Cameroon, right? I love the Cameroon wrapper cigar, the, the vintage 2003. But this, um, which they, they've, they've got the 60 with that San Andreas wrapper, and then they have the Disciple, which is also a San Andreas wrapper uh, uh, with a Nicaraguan binder and, and filler, which will be in four different sizes. It's just good news for the industry that these things are happening. By the way, the story is at halfwheel.com. I, I have a question for you because I've had a couple people ask me this in the past. When a company comes out with a new line, of cigars and you buy them online and it, I mean this is like brand new is there should you put a little bit more effort into resting them in your humidor versus something that's been out so for a while so this is the conversation of green and do you have to lay down the cigar so those are the expressions that you want to get used to a cigar being green when something is released they mean to release it they mean to say hey go smoke this thing but what you might find, and your tobacconist might but share with you, is that if you give these things just a chance to lay down for a couple of months in your humidor, the flavors become either more pronounced or they that blend what was intended really comes together, and you can try it both ways. Try it the way you got it, then try it two months from now, and because you have your notebook and you've taken notes, you can answer that kind of question of whether it was better, whether it was different, whether some things were more pronounced. There are some cigars, and we've had it uh, here at, at Blend Cigar Lounge, and other tobacconists who are worth their salt will tell you it's good. But if you give that a couple months, two months, six months, then it's really going to reach its moment. So if you bought a box, take them out of the box and put them in the humidor or leave I them in the would. box? I, because the box is also, being, is, is also in a humidor at your t tobacco shop. So it's still being humidified. So I absolutely would take them out of the box. The thing not to do, do not take them out of the cellophane. That's a mistake that people make. It, it, there's nothing wrong with putting, pulling the cigar out of the cellophane from your humidor. It's giving it a little protection. It's helping with that humidification. Do not take it out of the cellophane. But I would. I would take it out of the box and put it into the humidor, right? The, 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 the box is beautiful. The box serves a purpose. But in the end, it's not a humidor. Your humidor is a, a humidor. You can also get a humidor if you don't have one. Case Elegance. We do great work with them. Use promo code EDS for eat, drink, smoke, and you will get free monogramming on your humidor. Fingers Malloy has a Case Elegance uh, humidor. They come in a variety of sizes, travel kits. They're beautiful pieces of work. They do great work over there at Case Elegance. CaseElegance.com. Use, they call it a coupon code. Coupon code EDS for eat, drink, smoke. You can also go to eatdrinksmokeshow.com. You'll see the ad right there. Click, boom, done, easy. Get yourself a, a, a humidor. Get them now for Christmas. Order them now for Christmas. Get them now for Christmas. CaseElegance.com using that coupon code EDS. So yes, put them in your humidor. Do that immediately. Then there's the story of the woman who found out that she was swapped at birth. I don't know. These stories blow my mind. That people can find these things out that it actually happens. There was a family dispute this woman was having in Spain. And um, she decides to solve the dispute that she was going to take a paternity test because there was a question of who's the father and who's the this and who's the that. 
and she confirmed that she was unrelated to the family that she grew up with, which she describes as a dysfunctional family, and she was mostly raised by her grandmother. She found out that she's in the wrong family. Now, if you have a loving family and you find out you're in the wrong family, I think that can mess with your head. If you're in a dysfunctional family, you're like, oh my God, I got robbed. I got robbed, man. Now, I know, Fingers, you often think you, you were raised in the wrong family. Oh, well, how could you say such a thing? Oh, is that just me? You know what? I'm Fingers sorry. Malloy I, Sr. listens to this show, and he'll be heartbroken that you said something like that. I meant to me. I meant me, Fingers Malloy Sr. Does your father really listen to the show? Well, why wouldn't he? I, I, don't, I don't know, because he, I, I just didn't know. We're syndicated at, at 70 stations now. You can get the podcast everywhere. He's got his little Alexa there. He says, let me listen to Eat, Drink, Smoke on Is his Alexa, right? and it pops right up, and he listens. And now he finds out from Tony Katz that I wish I would have been raised in a different family. No, you immediately said, no, you love your family. You did not follow, You did not go with the joke. You weren't one of those people like, oh, yeah, I wish I had a different family. And that's what makes you a great child. But my still, dad, are you in the will? But my, my dad will say, this is what he says when he's not on the air. And Tony just dropped a truth bomb is what Tony did. <laughs> and I'll be like, dad, no, no. Tony was not dropping truth bombs. He was joking around. And it's going to lead a whole thing. And you just ruined Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a lot, Tony. But this is a situation where this isn't like uh, you went to Starbucks and they, they, they put soy milk in your coffee instead that, of those are fighting words yeah. th- th- that's that's a, that's a whoops switched at birth you find out that your last name should have been gates i mean for crying out loud <laughs> my goodness the amount of anger she's what's seeking three million euros if you convert that to uh, american dollars that's 22 billion dollars that's no that's, that's, that's not, not no that's huh? that's not that's it not the conversion not it at all what is she trying who is she suing uh, the regional health suing? authorities. I, I, that, that's what it says here. So she's suing the hospital for the mix-up? Yeah. I guess. I guess. That's what you that, That's what you do. Has she been able to find out who her actual family is? Oh, it, says, she, it says right here her last name should be Katz. That's what it says right there. What? Right in the story. I've never been to Spain. <laughs> Not true. Fake news. <laughs> Where's my brother? Oh uh, no! It, it does say here that uh, she is seeking three million euros in damages. This is according to the Mirror, uh, UK, uh, for uh, the gross negligence at the hands of regional health authorities. What happens if you're the family that realizes, oh my gosh, we have the wrong child after all these years? I, I'm already attached. Look, 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 look. Blood is blood, but you raise a kid. That's your kid. That's your, I couldn't just be like, oh, well, it's been a fun 18 years. Oh, bye-bye. Well, let's just hope that this family that raised him, the first thing, her, the first thing they're not thinking is, where's my cut? Where's my cut of the coin? I want some of that scratch. Let's well, hope they get they their own lawsuit. <laughs> they get their own lawsuit. The Bradshaw Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. Man, that is unique stuff. I would keep it neat. Definitely worth trying. You got to check it out for yourself. The, the, the nose, way different. Then the palate and La Flor Dominicana, the cigar formerly known as Misterioso. Oh, am I enjoying this as we get into the final third? Really, really enjoying this cigar. Do yourself a favor, have a drink for Norm. Norm McDonald, dead at the age of 61, and it's killing us. Guys, we'll catch you soon. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. <laughs>